Hello, 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 and welcome to my first story time. My name is Casey Anderson, and I'd like to introduce you to me. I'm 23. I used to work at a restaurant. Right now, I work at one of the biggest retailers in the world. <laughs> you know the one. And I eat only vegetables. Don't text me because I'm not single. So today, I want to talk about my first apartment. So for a backstory, I met my now husband online. And he helped me kind of get the apartment set up and I was gonna move from one little crappy town to another little crappy town which is a little less crappier than the first town anyways I was moving here for college so my then boyfriend helped me set up my first apartment so he went and looked for somebody at his church to get me an apartment and we're just gonna call her rude Anne, and I'll tell you why later So a little backstory about Rude Anne. Now, Yancey had put up an ad on like the church website, the billboard, whatever it was, and he, my then boyfriend of course, now husband, put up the ad and Rude Anne read it and ran up to him and was like, yo, I have an apartment upstairs, like I don't use it and let me tell you something, the reason why she didn't use it is because uh, <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean or anything. I mean, like, if you're plus size, then you're plus size. I mean, work it. But this lady, she was plus size times plus size times heavy set times 10. I mean, it was like unhealthy. Like, she would go up the stairs. Oh, sorry, if you can hear my cat Betsy meowing in the background, I, I, I apologize ahead of time. Anyways, so, uh, Rude Anne, she didn't use the upstairs because she would go up the stairs and, like, she ran a marathon. So, she was currently not using her upstairs. So, she was gonna rent it out. So, th she advertised it to Yancey and said, yo, my upstairs is free. And Yancey took it and told me about it. And I was like, hot dog, that sounds amazing. So, anyways, <laughs> this is where it all begins about my first apartment and how it was actually a living nightmare in the end. What the crap, I'm trying to tell a story and there's little kids outside riding their bikes. Anyways, so a little bit about Rude Anne. So, when we first met her, it was me and my family, and Yancey had got it all set up, he got the meeting set up, he got the showing set up, and it wasn't anything, like, special or professional, because it was just Rude Ann's house, you know, and it wasn't anything special, Ugh, little kids are playing outside, hey, I'm trying to tell a story, <laughs> sorry Betsy, <laughs> Betsy, my cat, is meowing. Uh, anyways, so, uh, <laughs> sorry. 
Um, so about Rude Anne. So she, uh, hold on a minute. <laughs> Somebody's coming by. I'll be right back. So anyways, back to what I was talking about. So the cost of the apartment was, let's see, it was roughly $300 a month. And she said there was utilities. So I think my dad was like, well, how about we write a check for like $310 a month? And Rudan was like, that would be perfect because of utilities. So anyways, so... We got that all worked out. So my dad was like, Casey, I'll write you a check for $300 as long as you're in high school and I'll do it for a month. So he would write, we had an agreement that he would write $310 a month. And let me tell you something. My dad never signed a lease. I never signed a lease. Nobody signed anything. So Rude Ann, I guess, was just like, so I guess I don't know she's rented out it before upstairs and you know I I didn't know much about apartments I mean I was just a dumb little kid like barely 18 or 19 I don't remember (laughs) uh so anyways so I was just like you know hot dog I get to be in college I get to be with my new boyfriend Yancey and I was just excited I was ecstatic so it was the apartment was mine and I mean that was amazing to me and I was just more excited about being in a new place with my new boyfriend so anyways that was the cost of the apartment there was no lease sign so keep all of that in mind because it'll come in handy for later So I I apologize ahead of time. This is my first story time. So I just want to say a huge shout out to all those people that I watch for story times. I mean, YouTube. And I mean, I've only listened to one story time on this segment of this app. So uh, shout out to that person because, I mean, it, it takes a lot of guts to put yourself out there. I mean, yeah, Betsy. Betsy's meowing again. So, uh, big shout out, big thank you for all the entertainment you provide, and for, for me, this is something new, so I just want to say, hey, knock it off, Betsy, (laughs) she's clawing my desk, anyways, so, uh, this is something new for me, so I just want to say a huge thank you for all the stories that have been told out there, because it's taught me that I shouldn't stay silent about stuff like this, you know, I want to entertain people, I want to tell them the truth, you know, I mean, this, this is actually a true story, I mean, it's, there's, there's names that have been changed, there's details that have been, you know, left out, I mean, I'm trying to make this as compacted as much as I can, so, uh, but everything's pretty true, and I'm, I apologize if things are a, a little bit off, a little bit out of order because I'm just doing this out of my head and I have a couple notes here and oh I have I have the tea actually I have some receipts and I I know I can't show you like YouTube videos but I do have the receipts here and I do have word by word of what actually made me the most ticked off about this story time 
so anyways I do have some receipts here and I did talk to a lawyer but I will get into that later So, anyways, there were a bunch of problems, I'd say, to name a few about this apartment that happened within, let's see, I moved in in 2009 and I moved out in 2012. So, in all those three years, there were centipedes, yes, they are gross, and I did touch one of them one time, and I screamed, and I killed it with Lysol, I mean, that didn't do a lot. So, uh, anyways, there were centipedes. There were mice. I'd have to say there was probably, I've seen 10 at different times in the three years. And uh, there was a bat. And (laughs) I I accidentally killed one. But that's a different story from for another time. Um, And I really apologize for that. I didn't mean to. I was moving some boxes in the dungeon closet and uh uh poor bat um i mean i don't know if i killed it i mean yancy came over and we took it outside but that's a different story too anyways so those were just a few of the problems another major problem was there was a basement and this is tornado alley Whoa, that's a really cool car it's like from the 40s or something anyways uh <laughs> uh anyways so uh, there is a basement, but, you know, Rudan was like, you can't get to it. And Yancy was like, so what is Casey supposed to do? And I was like, yeah, what am I supposed to do? Like, I'm going to, like, die in this place if there's a tornado and there's no basement. And Rudan was like, well, you know, she could just go stand in the basement entrance, but you can't get downstairs because... I mean, like, it was Hoarders, dude, like, one of those episodes of Hoarders, I mean, like, (laughs) I'm not making fun of those kind of people, but I mean, like, this was hardcore Hoarders, like, I couldn't stand in the entrance if I wanted to, so there was that problem, and another problem was she didn't want to fix anything, I mean, she was a landlord, but if something went wrong, she didn't want to fix it, so I want to talk about the internet here for a minute. So, Yancy, he's an internet guru. His job is the internet. His job is to fix the internet. His job is to fix computers. I mean, like, Yancy is amazing. So, anyways, Rude Ann made him kind of like, I think he made, she made him set up her internet. So, this is for free, mind you. And it takes, I mean, Yancy charged, I'd say back then, 150 per hour because you know being in computers it takes work it's not just like boom bop i set up your internet you're all set i mean it takes thinking i mean if i wanted to set up the internet i couldn't i'd be like yo yancy set up my internet and he would because he's like awesome anyway so he's pretty awesome back then so he's like yo you making my boyfriend stay here and you help me out so i'll help you out for your internet so she kind of had this like you know she expected him to always be there so she would always be like 
you know, ask him for help. And, you know, he would help. But at the same time, she, like, expected it. She, I never heard a thank you. I never heard a please. She was just like, set up the internet. Come fix the internet. So there was another problem. So that was kind of annoying. So I do have a note here. I got them receipts. Anyways, so I don't, there's, this isn't dated or anything, but I wrote, we wrote notes back and forth because she couldn't talk to me. I couldn't find her ever. Anyways, so it says, Rude Anne, the internet still hasn't been working. Does yours work? Mine's been off for over two weeks. Casey. And she wrote back, I haven't had any problem. All four lights on the monitor are lit up. She like drew like little lights. It says power, DSL, internet, ethernet. And then she wrote, I tried unplugging it, plugging it back in. I still am connected to the internet. Uh, so yeah, that was her way of solving problems was she's like, mine works. And I'm just like, well, dang, mine doesn't. <laughs> anyway, so that was a little annoying. So, let me introduce you to somebody downstairs that lived with Rude Ann. His name, I'll call him Hoser. So, his name's Hoser, and he would always cook food, and it would always smell like rotten peppers. So, that would always come up the stairs, and I'd be like, gagging, because I have a really sensitive gag reflex. So, uh, and Yancey would come over and be like, what smells like rotten peppers? And I'd be like, I don't know, probably hoser cooking. And he was like, that's nasty. So, uh, it smelled like rotten peppers. The condition of the apartment was, I'd say it was worth 200 a month due to all the problems I've told you about. There's no basement. And let me tell you a little bit about the parking spot. So, Rudan's house is a two-story house. And on the left is a garage. And Hoser parked there. And Rudan parked right up all on the porch because, you know, of her uh, weight problem. Uh, so, uh, she was also had a handicap. And so she would go up the stairs right out from her car because she would park all up on it and my parking spot was on the right of the house and it was just one parking spot and I would park there usually and so I do have a note here and there was this one time when this truck I guess he was in high school because the high school is right across this apartment her building her house whatever um so i called the police one time because yancey suggested it because this truck kept parking it kept parking in my spot and i was like so i would come home and i have to park next to it because it's like i mean i should be allowed to park in my spot because it's the apartment that my dad is paying for uh anyways so uh let me read the note it says i'll explain afterwards because i i called the police and they came and they told the kid to leave and because i think they called the high school and said the license plate blah 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 whatever anyways it says casey the police were here about the truck that is parking in front spots there are three spots 
I only own one. The other two belong to the house on the corner. Hoser said he has seen where the truck has sometimes parked, where your spot is. If that happens again, that he parks in your spot, you can call the police and they will have him towed. If he parks in the other because I am not the property owner of those two spots, Hoser said he thought the officer wrote down the license plate and pretty soon the kid came from school and got the truck and took off angrily. So I think the police did contact the owner of the vehicle. I am thinking it may be owned by a parent and they called the kid to get it moved, but I don't know. I have seen the truck, but he was never parked in your spot when I would see it. But Hoser said he has seen it in your spot. If I would have known he had parked in your spot, I would have called the police or left a note on his truck telling him he was parking on private property. Hey, I got my internet back the next day. I shut everything off and then back on and it worked. <laughs> wow, Rudan. You think I didn't try that with the internet? I mean, Yancey tried to fix it, you know... He fixes it for free. He fixed yours for free. Yours was working, but mine wasn't. Hmm. I wonder why. Because it was crappy. I, I'm, I'm just going to say it. It was crappy internet. You were short-circuiting me or whatever it's called. <laughs> I'm just rambling. Anyways, I, I, I'm getting a little ticked off here again. So I, I, I got to put some humor in this in my uh, uh, my own naiveness. Um, so anyways, so that was the parking situation and just because she didn't see the truck parked in my spot I guess she assumed that I was lying or that I was delusional but anyways and there was this one time that Yancey bought me a new car and this was years later like right before we got married um and so he wanted to park it up against the building and rude Anne just flipped she just flipped the crap out and I mean it was scary. I mean, it was through a note, obviously, but um, she did flip out. <laughs> um, I apologize. I did throw a bunch of notes away because I was mad and I didn't think I'd ever have to keep them. The two that I did keep here are on the notes we wrote back and forth. And there's a couple here. Oh, actually one. One more to read. And um, I'll get to that next. So I've learned a little bit about landlords. This town has horrible landlords. And I mean, like, there's another story time for me and Yancey's first apartment when we got married. But, oh my gosh, oh, there's a creeper walking outside. Um, I'm dead serious. Um, he's walking around. I don't know where he went. He disappeared. Uh, oh my gosh, he, he disappeared. He's a ghost. Um, anyways, so, <laughs> I know that guy that's walking by, and that's a different story time as well. Uh, um, anyways, so, uh, <laughs> um, so, where was I? So, there was no communication between me and Rude Anne. So, what I've learned about this town is the landlords are horrible, and I have heard about mm, good landlords, but that's definitely on TV, and... Um, I've never heard anything about good landlords. Um, but anyways, so I've learned that good landlords communicate with you, which 
I guess that's not common for landlords to communicate here in this town, but they usually communicate with you. I mean, they'll, you'll call them, they'll come, they'll fix stuff. And that was definitely not the case for Rude Anne. And like I've said before, we wrote notes back and forth. And so let me tell you a little bit about when it all started going downhill. So I have the receipts here and records of when my dad paid rent. And mind you, remember, there was no lease signed. There was nothing official. My dad never signed anything ever. We never had an official agreement, nothing written down, nothing documented. And Rudan basically just said, yo, stay upstairs and pay me, I guess. And anyways, <laughs> so let me read this off for you. Apartment rent. So September 2009, my dad paid $310. October 2009 he paid $310 November he paid $310 December 2009 he paid $310 and this is where it gets a little bit rocky so my dad is a doctor and he you know being a doctor I guess is stressful I mean you have a lot on your mind you take your work home you got a lot of paperwork so he had a lot on his mind and you know back then I was 19 18 one of those two <laughs> um so I was 18 19 I was naive I was stupid I could have gotten a job I didn't and I feel really terrible about it because I could have gotten a job I could have paid the rent and so my dad was busy he would forget to pay the rent at this point so the last time was December so the next time he paid was February 310 but that was like a back check for January and in March he paid 310 and in April 2010 he paid 310 for March in May he paid 310 for April in uh, June he paid 310 for May, in August he paid 310 for June, in September 2010 he paid 310 for July. So see it's kind of getting a little bit more spread out here, which I don't blame him because it should have been my responsibility and I feel terrible. But anyway, so in November 2010 he paid 620 for August and September, and in January. 2011 he paid 610 for october november previously and march 2011 he paid 620 for december and january and uh let's see here june he paid 620 for february and march in july he paid 620 for april and may in september 2011 he paid 310 for june and in September again he paid 310 for July in November he paid 300 for August in February he paid 310 for September and in February he paid 930 for October November and December 
So I have this note here from Rude Anne. It says, is there some sort of plan for rent? Your mom paid in February. That caught it up through December of 2011, but nothing has been paid for 2012. So it looks like here is that that might have been before my dad paid for uh 310 for September, he paid 930 for October. I apologize for reading all that kind of verbatim, but I wanted to get the point across that this was her record that she gave me, and I should have kept a record as well, but you know, I wasn't as smart back then and anyways so the point I was trying to get across is you heard how much back rent there was you heard how much how many months were skipped you heard just how kind of all over the place it was and I don't I guess I don't know she she never said anything you know the the kind of spread out payments started in um excuse me (laughs) I just burped I apologize so my dad paid rude Anne in like he paid consistently up until December 2009 as you heard and it was just kind of sporadic for um 2010 all the way to 2012 as you heard i didn't get any phone call from rudan she didn't come up the stairs you know i don't know if you know she was that out of shape she couldn't just come up the stairs or give me a call i mean i didn't get a call for those that many couple of years that the rent was so sporadic i just got a note of is there some sort of plan for rent And anyways, so this is when it all started to go downhill. And I was excited because me and Yancy, we were engaged at that point. We were going to get married and I was going to move out of Rude Ann's because I wasn't going to start my life with Yancy at this apartment. You know, I mean, there's centipedes, bats, there's mice and there was ants. I mean, that was different but I mean there's ants everywhere but this was excessive ants and I had ant traps but anyways so I wasn't gonna start my life in this apartment I wasn't gonna have us have to deal with Rudan with her notes back and forth with not hearing from her ever no calls no nothing up until you know this is where it went downhill now me and Nancy had finished our invitations and I was like maybe we should invite Rude Ann and Hoser I mean uh, it'd be kind of nice and so I gave her the invitation I put it on the there's like this little um stair staircase kind of hold thing I don't know part of the staircase that was flat and that's where we put our notes back and forth and so I gave her the invitation she didn't say anything I mean she gave me an invitation one time for Hoser's citizenship or something like that and I didn't go because I had stuff going on and I mean um another huge note is that 
I had started working for a school in 2011 and you know I could have picked up the slack for my dad once again let me tell you I was stupid but I could have started paying rent too you know but I was selfish you know I wanted to buy food I wanted to go out on dates with Yancey and I apologized to my dad for that way back when but you know and the point is Rudan could have called she could have called me and said you know your dad hasn't been paying what's been going on she could have headed it off the first time it happened but she never did and um there was notes back and forth about how you know it's fine if you can't pay this month just let me know and i did i said you know my dad hasn't sent the check and she was like that's fine so i assume that's why it was okay that there was so many sporadic payments and she didn't really mind so rudan I guess didn't really care up until I finally put a note and I said I'm moving out so just letting you know here's an invitation you're welcome to come to the wedding the reception whatever and she never said anything and I didn't keep the note darn it I should have kept the note you know I didn't think I would have to the only reason I kept these three notes that I read off to you about the parking, about the internet, about the rent is because they were just the few notes that I could salvage because the other ones I had thrown away. Anyways, so let me tell you, this is where the true nightmare begins. So I wanted to set up a payment plan to pay back rent, you know, whatever was owed to Rudan. And I'm not going to do the math right now because I'm horrible at math. I mean, you could go listen to how much was paid, but I think it was roughly the rent that wasn't paid was roughly 1500 1200 to 1500 I'd say. And I wanted to set up a payment plan for when I moved out because I had a job and I was like, listen, I could pay her $100 a month. And I was seriously dead serious gonna pay her. And I was gonna write that in the note since, you know, she didn't have any other form of communication. I mean, we had her phone number, but I, that's the best way she knew how to communicate was note. So I said, "Um, this isn't the exact note that I wrote because I don't have it because she took it um I wrote something like listen I apologize for all the background I'm moving out and I want to be able to pay you all the background that I owe for this apartment and I said what would you like done and how do you feel about that and I asked there's a payment plan what would you like done? I suggested $100 a month. And I said, how do you feel about that? And, you know, I expected something back like, that sounds great. Or can you do $200 a month? And, you know, I expected something like that. And this is where it all goes downhill. I have the receipts here I have the letter and it didn't make my day because I mean she wrote it it has the date here it says May 23rd 2012 
me and Yancey's wedding was going to be June 9th, 2012. And as you know, weddings are kind of stressful. I mean, it's a good stress, but I was already stressed about, you know, guest list. I was stressed about what I was going to wear. I was stressed about photography. I was stressed about um, all kinds of stuff. And me and Yancey were working together, but still, I had my mind on all that. So let me read the letter here. I am going to be reading it word by word. And this is her response to, I want to set up a payment plan. How do you feel about that? That is, This is her response. Oh, there's a nice old man walking outside. I hope he doesn't fall. He has a cane. Anyways, <laughs> my bad. So this is what Rude Ann wrote back. Word for word. Casey, I have lots of thoughts and feelings going through me about this situation with your rent. I am angry, irritated, feeling used, stepped on, frustrated, and I could go on and on. For the life of me, I don't know how you feel you are ready for marriage when you are not displaying the maturity to realize that when you live somewhere other than your parents, that rent is paid usually on a monthly basis. When Yancey inquired about available places for rent, he was looking for something in the neighborhood of $300. So that implies that you and he had discussed what you could afford to pay for rent. I made it clear up front that the rent was 310 because that is what I had been getting from the 10 years prior. I also said that the renter needed to pay their own electricity. I got the idea pretty quickly that this was the first time you had been out of your out on your own and finances were tight and you seemed to depend to be dependent upon your dad paying for things so to be nice I paid the electricity and it seemed that your dad sent 320 so I figured that extra 10 would go toward the electricity I didn't charge you a deposit to help your out it should have been very obvious that you and your dad was having difficulty paying the rent. But when I would leave you notes and ask if there were issues, you would say he was very forgetful or very busy. I know that part of the premarital counseling is on finances and budgeting. This is discussed so that couples talk and lay it on the table and get an idea of what the priorities are and budgets and also to find out one another's values let me pause here for a second this letter should be called life lessons from rude Anne. that sounds amazing anyways let me continue reading this note verbatim is one a spender and one a saver is one cautious about debt or does one feel they can live on credit cards etc it also gives the couple an idea of what their debts are going into the marriage relationship what kind of financial baggage are they bringing into the marriage and they work on a budget what their monthly expenses are rent plus utilities payments for credit cards or car groceries etc again you should have been aware at this point that you have a responsibility to pay rent for your living unfortunately life is not free when 
You saw that your dad was having difficulty keeping up with the rent. You should have started to plan for how you could pay for it yourself. Like, get a job. I know you are working as an aide in the school system. And if it does not pay enough to meet your job, I know that you are working as an... Oh, sorry. I reread that. I'm sorry. I was getting sidetracked with how crazy this sounds. Anyways, if it does not pay enough to meet your job monthly expenses sorry do it again if it does not pay enough to meet your monthly expenses you get another part-time job lots of people have two jobs renting out the act was more or less my second job And welcome back to Life Lessons from Rude Anne, my very first landlord at my very first apartment. Previously on Life Lessons from Rude Anne, she talked about premarital counseling on finances and budgeting. After I had asked her, would a payment plan work out for the $1,500 I owe you? $100 a month? Is that fine? How do you feel about that? And she also talked about how renting out the apartment was more or less her second job after she told me I need to get a second job. Now, let's get right back into this letter. Now, once again, I'm reading it for verbatim. Exactly what she said. I made it clear to you from the beginning that I used the rent to pay for utilities. When I have inquired about getting the rent, I have mentioned that I needed to know when it would be coming so I could try to rearrange my budget, or I have said that I had taken all I had from savings to cover the utilities, so I feel you knew what the rent was going for, so it was important to get the rent money. I have to replace that money from savings to cover the property insurance soon. It is so frustrating to see that when your dad sent the rent checks, He wrote on them what months they were for so you could see where you stood on the rent issue. But when I left you a note sometime back mentioning how many months behind you were, you wanted some sort of log to figure it out. I gave you the log. You wanted some sort of contract to show residency a long time ago so you could get your license. And I provided you with that. It is very clearly states the terms of rental. I feel you knew what the expectations were. Now, when I asked about your plan for getting the rent paid, your response is your dad is only working part-time and going to school, so he can't pay your money. Is very tight, so you can't pay it, and you will be going to live with Yancy after June 9th. It makes me wonder if you would have just moved after the marriage took place, not even given it a second thought that you have back rent that you are financially responsible for. Most landlords would have evicted you after two months of no payment. They certainly would not have tolerated this payment history that you have done with me. Most landlords would have charged late fees and I have not. In a situation like this, most landlords will file a judgment against you with small claims court and they can have your wages garnished, which means 
they just take your paycheck and you get a very small portion until the bill is paid. This all affects your credit rating, which will turn, in turn, affect Yancey's since you will be married. A credit rating is extremely important for renting or buying credit cards loans, and even getting employment. A judgment will affect your credit for years. (sighs) Well, Rudan, let me tell you something. I'm going to stop the letter right here. I mean, there's there's a little bit left and I'll, I'll get into that next, but well, you just said you were a landlord. You said renting was your second job. You told me to get a second job. And also the fact that you called yourself a landlord. You said it was your second job. And you turn around and tell me most landlords would have evicted you after two months of no payment. Let me ask you something, Rudan. Why didn't you do that? You, this is your second job. I mean, why didn't you evict me? I mean, after two months? It was two years that you let me stay. They would not have tolerated the payment history that you have done with me? Rudan, you just said most landlords would have charged late fees, but yet you have not. Did Do you think you're doing some kind of like charity service for me? Are you trying to tell me that you're better than I am? Are you trying to tell me that you did some sort of, you know, holy work from God for me because you went to church? I, I don't, I, I'm just confused. I mean... I'm confused. And also, you know, it affects my credit rating, but you're not an official landlord. You didn't document any of this. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, it's been years and I haven't heard anything. And this credit history hasn't been, you know, affected me and Yancey's marriage. My credit rating sucks anyways, so it wasn't affected by you, Rudan. But... I mean, it hasn't affected us renting. It hasn't affected us buying anything. It hasn't affected credit cards, loans. It hasn't affected me getting jobs. So, Rudan, don't worry. None of that baggage is on you. It's all on me. Well, then, I guess in the next segment here, we'll finally have the finale of Life Lessons from Rudan. I was just drinking my tea. This is Casey Anderson with another episode of Life Lessons from Rude Anne, my very first landlord at my very first apartment. Previously, she discussed how most landlords would have evicted you after two months of no payment and how a credit rating is extremely important for renting or buying getting credit cards, loans, and even getting employment. A judgment will affect my credit for years. Well, Rudan, let's get right back into your letter. Once again, I'll be reading it exactly as she wrote it. I cannot let this go. I need money. I rented to you in good faith, and I have not hassled you about the payment, 
But I feel you should have made a plan a long time ago when you first noticed that your dad was having difficulty paying your rent. You thought you were mature and old enough to be out on your own and rent an apt. So when your dad could not afford things, you needed to find a job or jobs to pay your living expenses. I think you and Yancy need to have a serious discussion about how you are going to resolve this situation. I think you need to get the bill paid quickly so you have it off your backs because it never should have gotten to this point in the first place. As it sits, you owe for January through May 2012. That amounts to $1,550. And June is just around the corner, so legally you will owe for that for month, even though you feel you are going to be with Yancey after June 9th. So technically, you would owe Eighteen thousand, sorry, eighteen hundred and sixty. Sorry, that's eighteen hundred and sixty dollars. That's one eighteen hundred. Sorry, I'm, I'm just amazed at this. I, I apologize. I haven't read this letter for years. I, I apologize. Um. So, anyways, so technically, you would owe eighteen hundred and sixty. I am more concerned with the 1550 than the future. I need 550 now to pay the house insurance, which I took from savings to cover utilities because I kept thinking that rent was coming soon. You too need to discuss what you are going to sacrifice to meet this situation. Then you and Yancy need to come up with a payment plan to get the remaining 1000 paid within six months. So you may have to get another job to do that. I think I have been more than fair in waiting for rent each month and not charging you late fees. Uh, excuse me. <laughs> That's what I think, Rayanne. Oh, <laughs> I apologize. I said her full name. I meant Rude Anne. I, I, I apologize. Anyways, um, <laughs> should I cut that out? I don't know if I should cut that out. Anyways, um, Rude Anne, I apologize. So you may have to get another job to do that. I think I have been more than fair in waiting for rent each month and not charging you late fees. I expect the app to be clean and ready for me to show by the middle of June, if not sooner. That is your choice. I will not charge you anything for June, just the $15.50 that is currently owed, as long as there are no damages. <laughs> Let me stop you right there, Rudan. As long as there are no damages. I mean, you know, if you want to rent to the centipedes, if you want to rent to the mice, the bats, the ants, if you want your next tenant to be killed in a tornado with no basement, if you, you know, stop cooking rotten peppers, you fix the toilet, you fix the internet, you tell Hoser to start paying rent, you know, you might be okay. I mean, the damages won't be too bad because you know you already did that for me the air conditioning didn't work the carpet was stinky and dirty i mean the stains on the wall were already there when i came in you know the cracks in the ceiling were there the haunted house next door you know i mean the damage was done when i came in rudan anyways back to the letter back to life lessons from Rudan. I am more concerned 
that you understand that legally, you are responsible for paying rent each month and what the ramifications could be if you do not pay. I am not interested in charging late fees and suing people, but if you do not own up to the responsibility of paying your debt, then this might be the first time I have ever had to do something like that. I think you guys can figure out some sort of plan. Even one of you has to get another job to meet the debt. You learn that is life. So I think that you and Yancy need to talk and come up with 550 now. And then you make a plan for the remaining 1000 to be paid within six months. Rude Anne. Let's see here. I've moved twice with Yancy. We've had one other crappy apartment that I'll tell next time maybe of a story time before that. We've moved to a house. We've bought a house. We've moved on. It's been seven years. I've never gotten a letter. I've never had some kind of, you know, summoning to court for this, for the 1000 or the 1800 that she said I would owe later. You know, I'm not exactly sure where she came up with that. And she needs 550 now to, what, pay her utilities, her, I don't know what it was she needed. I mean, but let me tell you something here. I do have, I did talk to a lawyer. I mean, it didn't go anywhere, but anyways, I'll get into that just in a second. And I'll, I'll let you, you know, I'll read the lease agreement. And I'll tell you what the lawyer said. And then I'll probably have to wrap it up here because, you know, I these life lessons, they've just taught me so much. I mean, me and Yancy, I mean, without this letter, I, I don't know how we would have gone forward with our lives. You know, we've been married seven years. I, I just I just don't know. Without Rudan, you know, without her letter, I don't think we could have made it. <laughs> Thank you so much, Rudan. You taught us so much. <laughs> and welcome back to the finale of Life Lessons from Rudan. Previously, I read the letter that she wrote me after I asked her how she felt about a payment plan. She wrote a two-page letter of her feelings, of how she felt used and stepped on. Anyways, so, here's the lease agreement. I had asked for it when I needed to get a driver's license, because yes, I was a loser. <laughs> I still kind of am, but, you know, I was even more of a loser back then. And I hadn't got my driving license yet, so I needed to show proof of residency of the state that I live in. And this is the lease agreement that she typed out. So, it says here, lease agreement for the address. It says, this lease is for a three-room upstairs apt located at above address. This lease shall be on a month-to-month -month basis with a 30-day notice of termination. The rent is due on the first of each month. Beginning rent is to start on September 2009. The following shall be provided by landlord. Heat, water, trash, 
kitchen, table, and chairs, stove and refrigerator. The following shall be provided by the tenant. Electricity. This is currently in the landlord's name. Tenant can have it put in his name by contacting Elia Energy and paying a de- deposit to them. Or he can pay the bill each month when it comes. If he does not pay the bill, then the landlord will, landlord will need to continue to pay the bill to avoid late charge in the landlord's name. The amount, the amount of the electric then needs to be added to the rent payment each month. This lease is for one person. No pets or smoking are allowed. The front door to the property is to be locked. Keys will be provided for the front door and the apt. Landlord does have central air and will run this during the summer months as needed. When it is running, upstairs windows need to be closed. A separate mailbox is provided for the tenant, which, might I add, she did rip that off the the whatever she attached it to the the staircase up to the porch she tore off my mailbox before i moved out so i'm just just adding that i guess you know and uh yancy's uh family actually provided the numbers for her mailbox like yancy's dad put the numbers on the mailbox so yancy came with me we took the numbers back since she took the mailbox i mean it it is only fair anyways so Landlord also has Quest Internet and DirecTV. A line for DirecTV is in the apt. If tenant wants more than the basic, then he will need to install his own device. The Internet and DirecTV are extras that the landlord is making available and not to be expected as part of the rental agreement. Wow, Rudan. Thank you so much for the Internet and the TV that never worked. Thank you for the extra. It it really made my my t- three years that I lived there, whatever, how many years I lived there. But anyways, she did sign the lease that she wrote out just now that I read. I never signed it. So that comes into play here in a little bit. And so I better be wrapping this up because I, I, I apologize. I did talk too long, but I wanted to get as much as I could in here. Um, so I did email a lawyer and she did talk about how I gave her all this information. I gave her what happened, what went down. And she said, declaratory judgment by the court that Yancey and Casey owe Rude Ann no money because there was no signed lease. And the details are Rude Ann has no, I'm sorry. I can't, I can't read Yancy's handwriting because he wrote these notes for me and I can't read it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, babe. Your handwriting, I can't read. So Rudan has no something for 1550 owed because Casey was donating 310 a month to help offset um, utilities for Rudan and, you know, donating for the use of her upstairs home, the address. Casey used Rudan's house from 2009 to June 9th, 2012. And that was written out by Casey because the um, the lawyer told us to kind of write that out, kind of to begin the process of kind of heading off if Rudan tried to sue us. 
so we wanted to kind of head it off to maybe kind of try to sue her but you know me me and Yancey's you know we got advice from the lawyer and we're like you know if she tried anything then there's no grounds to I mean it's been seven years she hasn't done anything and you know if (laughs) if she ever heard this story which I don't think she will because you know internet doesn't work (laughs) and I don't think she knows what smartphones are or whatever you know what this app is anyways I'd I I guess, you know, this is kind of overwhelming to look back on, but it's still kind of funny because it's just, it baffles me, you know, that I was so dumb. I I did, I could have gotten a job, but, you know, I guess it kind of worked out. I, I feel bad that I owe her so much money, but I know it is what it is, but that was my first apartment, and... I hope and pray nobody ever has to go through something like this and you know just I guess I I'll have my own life lessons for y'all and I'll get to that I'll get to that in a second So in the end me and Yancy got married I moved out I even had my two best friends come and stay in Rudan's apartment after the letter went down. Yancy called her, had a few choice words for her about the letter. I was confused. Yancy was confused. Rudan never answered. She never called back. She didn't come up the stairs and huff and puff and say, I need money. No. There was no huge climatic ending, you know, I, I've i been married for seven years and um, our, anniversary, our anniversary was here uh, yesterday and we celebrated. I didn't remember any of this until today because I wanted to tell my story of my first apartment and my first landlord. My advice for college students, you know, coming up this fall be sure to get all your scholarships in, get your FAFSA ready, know what you want to do. And it's okay if you don't know what you want to do and you're in college. I mean, I was there and it was a nightmare, but you know, you don't have to have life figured out right this second. And if you want to get an apartment instead of stay in the dorms, however your living situation is, I suggest doing research and not renting from somebody who sporadically goes to church, sporadically tells you, you know, here's how it should be, how life should be, how you should be, here's here's premarital counseling advice, um, whatever she said in the letter, because a little bit of history about Rudan, you know, I don't think she should have written that letter that long. I I think she could have said, give me $200 a month if you can. I don't know. She, I guess she needed the 550 for her property taxes because I think she did write that in a note, but I didn't keep it. And I really am kicking myself because I didn't keep it because I remember vaguely 
Um, she did say something about how she needed to pay her property taxes and she was mad because I needed to pay that to her. But, you know, in the end, that's not my responsibility and I could have gotten a job, you know, I could have paid that to her and I could probably still pay her, but, you know, I... (laughs) Water under a bridge. I haven't heard anything. Knock on wood. Um, anyways... So my advice is do your research, make sure it's an official landlord, make sure they have all their knowledge, make sure you have brush up on your knowledge of, you know, tenant landlord laws and make sure you, you know, have a trusted guardian or parent helping you out through this and somebody who is, you know, knowledgeable about renting and who's knowledgeable about this, this, and this, and make sure it's not shady, make sure it's not a crappy apartment like I had. I mean, (laughs) I had roommates, and I've told you that. Centipedes, bats, mice. (laughs) Anyways, well, I guess that's all for today. I don't have anything else to say other than that life lessons from Rude Anne got me through these last seven years. (laughs) Anyways. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, this is Casey Anderson, by the way. I'm 23. I used to work at a restaurant and I eat only vegetables. You guys have an awesome, blossom day. Thank you for listening. I, I realize now that uh, <laughs> I, 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 uh, it's been seven years, you know, and <laughs> the math is off. Uh, I, I'm actually not 23. I just want to say I'm 23 because that's a cool age. But um, <laughs> I'm actually 28, going to be uh, 29 soon. So uh, <clears throat> don't, don't tell anybody. <laughs> Anyways, thanks, guys. Have an awesome, blossom day.